The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Wow. Everybody take a deep breath. Today is already April 28, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today as co-host is Jim Klug. Jim served 19 months in Vietnam and is a Purple Heart recipient. He now holds the position of National Historian for the Military Order of the Purple Heart. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. Thanks for that intro. Oh, no problem. Why'd you spend 19 months? Well, you know what? I just couldn't get enough of the good thing. And the last uh, tour <laughs> was uh, is a battalion chaplain's assistant, and uh, I was able to do something completely different than what the infantry uh, MOS and job for the first twelve, uh, you know, gave me. So, Gary, it was a good thing, and uh, I don't look back with any regrets whatsoever. All right, all right. You know, last week we had uh, just as quick some quick notes. So last week we had Andrew Marr from the Warrior Angel Foundation and Mark Gordon, M.D., owner of the medical and director for Millennium TBI Network. If you miss this show, you really need to listen to the archive show. You'll hear a lot of great information for both doctors and veterans. And I'll give this last week's show five stars because it was a very, very good show. Don't forget to visit American Heroes Network Radio's archive library of radio shows. We have created a veteran resources that truly are making a difference through our weekly live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources, events, anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. There's one other note I want to get in here, and that's just to remember the name WVETOnlineRadio.com. They are nationally... They are a nationally syndicated radio program targeted at informing and helping our veterans and military families. We're getting together in the very near future to share other stories and resources with them. So keep stay tuned. Now, actually yesterday, April 27, 2015, our nation lost one of its finest. Jim, you knew Major Bill Walker, didn't you? Yes, uh, Gary. Uh, Bill Walker is one of those individuals that if uh, you had the opportunity to meet Bill, uh, you'd know truly that you had been blessed. Uh, uh, Bill Walker answered this nation's call to service as an infantryman in Korea and was one of the very few that survived the Chosen Reservoir Massacre, where uh, better than 60 to 1 uh, Red Chinese uh, came to uh, that battle and inflicted tremendous casualty rates. Uh, Bill was severely wounded and uh, during that was one of the only few less than a hundred that did survive. He was evacuated to Japan and once he healed 
he returned to Korea. And I can imagine what kind of anxiety that brought to Bill. But once he returned, he joined in the fight in the battle again, but this time again, wounded a second time and another Purple Heart was awarded to him. But these uh, wounds were even more severe than the first ones. Um, and so that ended the war for Bill in Korea at that second uh, deployment. Uh, but his dedication to a career in the Army led him on to flight school and a fixed wing and then finally into helicopter training. Well, then in the early 1660s, Bill deployed to Vietnam as both a fixed and helicopter pilot. Four tours later, Bill looked back and thought, my goodness, what a tremendous uh, opportunity he had. And that's the way he looked at it. He was proud of his service to, for this nation. He was uh, one of uh, Westmoreland's uh, private pilots and even was a battalion commander for a helicopter, attack helicopter battalion. Bill survived by his wife and uh, his daughter, Kelly, and uh, even a son that was in the honor guard at the Arlington National Cemetery. So I have to say that uh, if you knew Bill, uh, again, you have been blessed and this nation will forever miss him. Our hearts go out to the family and friends, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jim, why don't you go ahead? Uh, you have the honor of introducing our guest. Well, it is, in truth. Uh, Rhonda Haney, uh, we just uh, found out that Anna Deal has uh, been uh, taken sick. And Rhonda Haney's, uh, you talk about the right-hand person. Well, Rhonda Haney is that. She's a public affairs in the public affairs uh, department. And Rhonda is every place, everywhere. And Rhonda does such a fine job that it's amazing. But so we're, these questions are kind of directed towards uh, Anna. But uh, so it just shows you the latitude that Rhonda and the uh, SORCC has. Uh, so I'm going to tell you a little bit. And, and Rhonda will answer. And by golly, if we gave the, uh, Gary, if we gave the uh, qualifications for both Anna and for Rhonda, our program would be ending about, you know, <laughs> an hour from now. So the, uh, the credentials are monumental, but I'm going to give this about Anna. And uh, Anna is the Chief of Community Resources and Public Affairs at the VA Southern Oregon Rehabilitation Center and Clinics, and that acronym is VASORCC in White City, Oregon. And Anna has served this nation's veterans for over 37 years at this point. Anna's career began in 78 as a GS2 mailroom clerk in her hometown VA Medical Center in Chillicotte, Ohio. Then in 83, Anna joined the Volunteer Services VAVS program uh, public affairs office. And then in 1990, she transferred to volunteer service at Palo Alto, California Medical, VA Medical Center. And within a short period of months, she went on to the VA Central Office in Washington, D.C., and was assigned as Chief Voluntary Services for, by VA Central Offices. And uh, that later became known as the Jesse Brown VA Medical Center. Then finally, and this is where Anna shines so brightly here in Southern Oregon, she joined the VA Southern Oregon uh, Rehabilitation Center and Clinics here in White City, Oregon as Chief Community Resources and Public Affairs Office in 1991. And I think that's about the time I first met Anna. In this capacity, she is responsible for the facility's public relations, congressional and community relations volunteer service efforts, and donations, the VAVS, and outreach program. That position has been held by uh, Anna for over 24 years. Mm -hmm. Now, 
let me slide over here because Rhonda's sitting there in Anna's place and uh, I can't even imagine but that's the latitude and that's the flexibility that comes from those veterans uh, and uh, that are or those VA veterans service uh, officers like uh, Rhonda is and Rhonda I welcome you and uh, and I applaud Thank you for taking over yes, <laughs> Rhonda. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks, Rhonda. Thanks for doing all that you do for us. You're a blessing to us. Thank you. Rhonda, how many years have you been with the uh, organization? I've actually been with the VA source for about 10 years, and I'm a veteran myself. I'm an Army veteran. All right. <laughs> That's where I was leading, Rhonda. I knew you were an Army, but I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't sure what branch, but... Gary, I've got to say that uh, throughout the years, I've invited Rhonda to speak uh, for us at our local uh, uh, Oregon department conventions. And Rhonda is always there, and she's the kind of person that has so much energy and, and puts so much of herself personally into everything she does. The VA facility, White City, Oregon, has such a blessing in these two fine leaders and has brought it to such an incredible level that... I think it stands alone and completely aside from all of the other VA offices and efforts, uh, campuses, because of that dedication and service. Well, it's an honor to um, be there for our veterans, our heroes, as I refer to them. Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah. Well, Rhonda, what makes, what makes the VA SORCC unique, different from other VAs? I know there's a big difference. Well, besides being in the beautiful Southern Oregon, this is one of the most beautiful areas, areas that I have lived in, but the VA's source is the only freestanding rehabilitation center amongst its medical centers. Um, the source is a national resource for veterans, and we provide specialized programs for undeserved veterans' population, such as our homeless, um, are chronically mentally ill, um, substance abuse, and offer quality residential inpatient treatment in psychiatry, uh, addiction, medicine, biopsychosocial, and um, physical vocational rehabilitation. We have exemplary primary outpatient medical and mental health care um, is offered to veterans living in Southern Oregon and Northern California region. Um, this region has witnessed an explosion in the population over the past several years with a large contingent over the newcomers being veterans. Um, we have the Grants Pass West VA community-based outpatient clinic and the Klamath Falls CBOC, our rural health care, our outreach clinics designed to bring VA health care services closer to veterans living in remote areas. The Grants Pass West VA community-based outpatient clinic is a rural health care initiative of the VA Southern Oregon Rehabilitation Center and Clinics, as you said, the source here in White City. Um, it, it is an outreach clinic designed to bring VA health care services closer to our veterans living in Josephine County and reside, as I said, in remote areas. The Grants Pass West VA, reach, uh, which currently has two teams right now, we are down a team, um, it's a full-service clinic and currently provides primary care services for chronic 
medical conditions, including you can get your blood drawn there, uh, limited health screening, and mental health services. Now, our Climate Falls CBOC, which currently has three teams, um, which is running at full capacity, provides primary care services for chronic medical conditions, and it also includes blood draws, limited health screening, and mental health services. In addition to our community-based outpatient clinics in Climate Falls and Grants Pass, the Northwest VA Network launches the concept of outreach clinic and and is but one more way to help overcome the challenges facing our rural-located veterans. The outreach clinics are not full-service health care clinics, but provide primary care services included, including limited labs and preventive health screening for vet- veterans currently enrolled in the VA health care system. Our outreach clinic in Lake- Lakeview also offers assistance to veterans seeking enrollment into the VA care system. Well, it sounds to me like you cover a lot of territory. Wow. Well, Gary, you're right. I mean, I know we're getting close to a uh, our first break, but I just have to say, I've said for years uh, that, uh, and maybe multiple, multiple years, the VA Source Care uh, here in White City is uh, phenomenal. They care. For, they care. They truly care, and that's the best thing in the world. Uh, I, when I go in there, I feel like I own the place. In fact, is one of the directors said to me, Jim, how are we doing? And I said, gee, just like I own the place. And he says, well, Jim, strangely enough, you do. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. give me some of that cash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our sponsors and advertising page to see businesses that support our veteran community. Just be sure to support them back. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. 
That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Rhonda Haney, uh, with the VA Southern, Southern Oregon <laughs> Rehabilitation Center and Clinics. Uh, Rhonda, how many veterans do you actually uh, assist over there uh, in, in Oregon? Well, um, the White City VA source comprised of 600 residential rehabilitation beds is our maximum capacity. And a primary care mental health outpatient department, which received nearly 200,000 veteran visits annually. Veterans outpatients in Southern Oregon, namely Jackson, Josephine, Klamath, and Lake Counties, oh, and Siskiyou, um, oh, and we also service the Del Norte and other counties in the northern, northern California, also visit White City outpatient clinics. So the outpatient service area includes well over 40,000 veterans to further complement our rural health care focus. And in the physical year um, 2014, the VA source saw 228,681 non-residential veterans and about a little over 1,300 residential veterans. Now, the residential veteran is how many veterans, residential veterans we saw. We could have seen that veteran more than one time, which is most likely obvious. Right. Wow. You know, you're talking about the, you know, that many veterans. Uh, uh, I can't comprehend that figure, but they, they're, they're opening a, the, the new VA center here in uh, Central Florida, and uh, uh, it's at the Lake Nona uh, VA. And I'll tell you, they're there to serve 400,000 Central Florida veterans. There's 1.7 million veterans in the state of Florida. Uh, so you can imagine uh, the size of this uh, building. And it's the first VA built in 19, since 1995. So, you know, you're talking about your 200,000 uh, and so. Uh, that's, that's phenomenal numbers. But when you have something this big, uh, it's just hard to comprehend. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, Rhonda, we know we know that there's, uh, you know, we've talked about it. We've interviewed before uh, the uh, female uh, segment of our veterans community. Uh, how is uh, how is the source uh, prepared to handle that? Well, you know, when I came here eight years ago, we we had no residential female veterans here. Uh, we at the source understand that women's needs are different from men. So um, since we now have women here on campus, um, we have expanded our women's health care and added a GYN care clinic um, by primary care GYN board certified MD, which I think is very important for women. Um, and we've increased the number of gender-specific women's health treatment groups for residential women. Um, there are currently 1,305 women enrolled at the VA source, uh, wow. with 879 women veterans receiving primary care. Uh, women overall in 2014 grew about 12%, with 93% receiving care from the designated women's health provider. Like I said, it's very important for women to receive um, care by a qualified, you know, woman's physician. Um, the VA source provides residential treatment for women with a capacity of up to 22 residential beds. Currently, residential women census is around 18. 
um, the facility is planning on expanding the number of residential women's beds as the need arises. So um, services provided to women veterans um, include comprehensive gender-specific women's health care, family planning, contraceptions, pregnancy, OBGYN services by referral, infertility testing and limited treatment, HIV testing, weight management, which I'm, I'm using that one right now myself, <laughs> chronic disease and pain management, osteoporosis, menopause management, the list goes on and on, you know, cancer screening, interpersonal and domestic violence assistance, services for our homeless women, uh, mental health services, including but not limited to also treatment for alcohol and drug dependencies, management of depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and military sexual trauma. Amazing. So those are just some of the, uh, the women-focused um, um, things that they can get here at the VA source. And they can't get, and they can't get anywhere else. It sounds like. Well, uh, well, this is a unique um, services. Yes, exactly. At, like I said, at one time we did not offer those services here because there was no need to. We didn't have any women here, and now we have. And I think that number is a little low, eighteen from um, when these notes were made. I believe we actually have twenty-two women here on campus right now. Wow. Rhonda, I know as I walk through the uh, source, uh, uh, I'll see women there and uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to see them and it's, uh, it's encouraging to see them integrating into uh, what has been a, maybe a, a, a more uh, um, a, a tougher integration into the VA facilities because it's been so dominated by male you know, prominence uh, there. But the women there are so respected and it's, like mm -hmm. I say, it's to me, it's an encouragement to see them, Rhonda, knowing your background, uh, as we spoke about earlier, and 60% of the uh, employees there at the VA source are prior military, and that's also another tremendous benefit that extends. Yeah. yeah, it really is, Rhonda. And the really, the staff there, I've got to say again, if I could, uh, if I, I'd love to have a, a welcoming line set up right now, and we could walk down the line, the three of us, and we could shake hands and say, Thank you for your de continued dedication and service to the veterans of the, our nation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. that's right. That's great. Now, Rhonda, do you have a, um, I guess it's called trans transitional care unit program at the facility? Uh, no, we don't. Um, the programming and treatment provided at the source transitional care unit program um, does not match the established VA definition of a transitional care unit. So therefore, we have changed the name from TCU program to supported transitional program, which are the acronym STEPS. You know, the government love those acronyms. So yeah. STEPS <laughs> to more accurately reflect the treatment um, that's provided in that program. Uh, the VA source supported transitional program. Um, um, is a residential pre program designed to provide intensive, time-limited behavioral health service to our military veterans who have physical and or mental impairment. Uh, 
that one would prevent them from being fully successful in their current living situation in the community, or two, hinder their ability to success, successfully navigate the standard source mental health residential rehabilitation treatment program, MHRRTP acronyms. Gotta love the government yeah. uh, treatment program. <laughs> So um, the, the supported transitional program focused on multidisciplinary dis, dis, treatment processes that emphasize behavioral health service in, services in um, psychology, therapy, uh, nutrition, you know, dietary, um, occupational therapy. They also still ha- um, will have a social work services. Want to make sure, you know, they're still involved in recreation therapy peer specialist services, and chronic disease management. So the staff in that unit provides intensive behavior health skills training, resourcing, and health coaching to meet the goals of transitional military veterans to a living environment of their choice um, at the highest level of independent attainable. Um, participation in the staff-assistant military veterans and gaining the skills and resources needed to effectively manage the behavior aspect of their chronic medical and or mental health condition. Now, what STEP does not do is provide skilled nursing, acute rehabilitation, you know, long-term care, or drug alcohol detoxification services, nor does the program duplicate any services provided in the VA source infirmary, you know, such as palliative care, you know, um, you're bedridden, um, like that. So the scope of the service provided in STEPS is consistent with those services available in the regular VA source program, the treatment environment. However, STEPS provide those services in a single location and in a manner that is more intensive, time-limited, and with more structured programming than is provided in the standard treatment environment in the greater part of the program. So um, instead of for that veteran to have to go all over, you know, the VA source, which we know is more than seven and a half miles of main corridor, their, their focus is in their primary area. All their services come to them. So that's the difference in um, that program and the other programs that we offer here at the source. How do they? How does the either the female or male veteran find out about the services? Is there somewhere they can go uh, directly to uh, the website, or is, is that where they yes. find out? Okay, good. Yes, you can go to our website at www.southernoregon.va.gov. All right, all right. That's quite a few uh, uh, benefits that you're having here that other organiz- other VAs don't have. Uh, it's just like from the first question, you're unique, um, a very unique organization. You know, VA uh, facility that that offers all these things, uh, especially to the female vet. Uh, that's that's been needed, very well needed. And this program is a work in progress. It's o- only been in effect for about a year. So we're always trying to break new ground here. Mm-hmm. Well, with uh, somebody like um, um, uh, Anna and yourself, uh, you'll succeed at it. <laughs> you <laughs> have been, <laughs> you know. Thank you. Got two people that that are dedicated, 
very well dedicated to this uh, VA source. Okay, so as far as um, uh, I think a big factor here on with any VA is um, uh, the, the volunteers, and what we're going to do, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll cover that volunteer area. Okay. Okay. All right. Again, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, uh, Rhonda Haney, uh, with the VA Southern Oregon Rehabilitation Center and Clinic. Uh, before we went on break, uh, Rhonda, I was mentioning about how important the volunteers are um, and they su- to support the mission especially. How do they all fit into the picture? Well, we just celebrated National Volunteer Week, which was April 12th through the 18th, and we will also be thanking our volunteers at the annual volunteer banquet, which is actually this Thursday. The Department of Venture Affairs Voluntary Service has provided more than 69 years of service to our American veterans seeking care at the VA health care facilities. Since 1946, VAVS um, volunteers have donated more than 771.4 million hours of service to support veterans. Last year alone, 625 VA source volunteers contributed 66,684 hours, which equates to 32 full-time employees, which saves the VA approximately $1.5 million. 
you know, without the support of the VA source volunteers, the VA source would not be able to run as smoothly as it does. And as I said, you know, um, this Thursday we'll be holding a voluntary service banquet. And, you know, we, we do this off campus. You know, the, the, some of our um, volunteers come here each day like it is a full-time job. They are here Monday through Friday without missing a beat, you know, sick, you know, wear masks over their face to make sure that our veterans get what they need. And so when we celebrate them annually, we do it off campus. This year it's going to be at the um, country club. They sit down. We serve them. We present them with beautiful trophies and awards. You know, we have volunteers here that have been serving our veterans for over 30 years. So when you're in a VA and you see someone with a volunteer, you know, um, badge on, thank them also for serving our nation veterans. They do such a great job. So this is a big benefit just for the veterans, uh, rather the volunteers, correct? This is a big event for the volunteers um, to say thank you. But we, like I said, we do try to say thank you you to them each year, but this is an opportunity to really show them how much we care. The director will be there. Hopefully, Anna will be there. Um, um, the department chiefs, you know, we really, as, as my grandmother would say, show up and show out for our volunteers because they do such a great job. And, and even though it's just once a year, we do want to show them just how much that we do appreciate them and thank them amongst their peers and other veterans. Wow. wow. That's phenomenal. That's, that's great. That's great. Rhonda. You know, Rhonda, I, uh, I think back to the times that I come on campus over there and uh, Rhonda, it is there. It's a, uh, it's a family regardless of the badge, uh, the, uh, the dedication. Um, I, uh, again, I can only thank the, uh, the source for all of their hard work and effort in our behalf. Uh, it's amazing. And, and, and that spans over. You get veterans that are coming back after they've received help and they want to help and be part of such a great effort. So the, the, the volunteer is, is a, is a tremendous resource. And, and you know, when veterans come to the, to the VA source, sometimes they just come with nothing but needing help. They have, you know, uh, just the clothes on their back, you know, so the volunteers make sure they have blankets, they make sure that they have toothpaste, toothbrush, whatever they need to get started, and, you know, and they give great hugs, so, which you probably know, they probably attack you when you come into the area, but, you know, without <laughs> right. little things like that, to, to welcome our veterans when they come into the VA source, I, I, you know, it would just not be the same. Yeah, I agree. All right. I agree. Now, I, heard, I read somewhere that you're looking for, like, psychiatrists and, and social workers. Uh, if there are any listening, uh, is there a number or, or a web address that they can go to and get more information? Yes. Yes. Uh, please directly contact our Human Resource Department, um, which is the number is 541-826-2111, extension 3207. Say yes, that one more time. Um, excuse me? Say that one more time. Once again, our human resource department is 541-826-2111, extension 3207. All right. Wow. You know, 
recently I read something about uh, uh, not too long ago telehealth. Now that sounded kind of unique. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um. The VA source is pleased to be able to provide the entire spectrum of the VHA telehealth program to veterans in our, our, our catchment era, including availability at our CBOX. Um, in the VHA, the three types of telehealth are clinical video telehealth, store and forward telehealth, and home telehealth. All types of the telehealth greatly contribute to addressing the health care needs of our, of our rural and highly rural veterans and also increase the access to subspecialty health care for the veterans in southern Oregon. So as I said, our clinical video telehealth, real-time synchronous video conferences. Uh, this is similar to Skyping, you know, um, at the VA source and our CBOX, we provide the following clinics. But before I get to that, you know, Skyping is, you know, when um, you have the camera and the doctor can see you and, and you can see the doctor. So that's the clinical video um, telehealth that I'm referring to. Uh, um, they offer such things as home-based um, TMH, which is veteran use a webcam from their home, as I always said, um, to see the doctor and the doctor can see them. Um, so like say if you have a sore or a rash or in your hand, you can put it up to the uh, teleconference computer and the doctor can actually see the rash that you're referring to. Um, diabetes insulin provider clinics um, to the Cape Falls CBOT, so they can go into the KFAL CBOT and do telehealth, um, the clinical video telehealth. Um, tobacco sensation, um, telechronic pain, um, um, televeterans court. So you can use all of those type of clinical video for um, telehealth. As I said, we also have store and fort telehealth with these images that are taken or data is uploaded into the VA computer system, and a remote provider reviews the images data and provides treatment recommendations to the referring provider, usually the primary care provider um, at the VA source and our CBOX. Um, we provide the following store and fort clinics, teledermatology, oh, my mistake, I was referring to that as the clinical video. I'm sorry, that is the store and forward telehealth. Um, images of skin issues are taken by digital camera, as I said, and uploaded into our system and reviewed by the dermatologist at the VA Pudgent Sound Healthcare System, um, since we don't have that specialty here. Um, the teleretinal imaging, images of the diabetic retina are taken by a teleretinal imaging device, um, including digital camera, and reviewed by ophthalmologists associated with the Portland VA. Telesleep lab veterans wear a watch pad at night that picks up sleep patterns. This data is uploaded into our system and reviewed by sleep expert at the Boise VAMC. Wow. And also the home telehealth, which is a telephone care program where veterans download healthcare data daily and answer healthcare questions related to the disease management protocol they are assigned. A nurse care coordinator is assigned to the veteran and reviews the data daily and determines if, if interventions are required. Um, if so, they are directly provided to, uh, pro 
they directly provide them or coordinate with the primary care team. Um, because the frequent viewing and communication with veterans, the care coordinators are able to provide interventions preventing more, you know, serious situation. The wow. disease management protocols that we have include diabetes, congestive heart failure, cardiac care, hypertension, um, mental health issues, you know, such as depression and PTSD, weight management, obesity, um, and individual voice response uh, which is cellular-based. Wow, you know, wow. something always by Skype. You know, uh, uh, Jim and I are on Skype, and we can see you, Rhonda. I'm only kidding. <laughs> 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 I've been at major work. <laughs> Oops. So, you know, this is, this is just, you know, the medicine of the future, you know, yes. and the VA has always been on that cutting edge of things, you know, and as I say, you know, living, you know, the VA source is considered a rural area, then we have rural, rural areas, you know. So to be able to make sure that we do, um, that we are able to reach those veterans, this just gives us another way to make sure that they are seen and get, you know, the services that they need. You know, it's Rhonda, it's amazing. Is uh, Even as familiar as I think I am with the uh, source, it's amazing. I, I, I'm learning stuff I I mean, you folks are just all over it. I mean, it isn't just a blood draw and an occasional visit and maybe a, a weekly or a yearly, uh, you know, physical type of thing. Uh, there are so many different facets that I, I'm, 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 I'm amazed. I just can't believe how far uh, reaching the efforts are. Well, yes. you know, my um, father-in-law passed away through the palliative care program here at the VA Source. And I, you know, I've always been proud of the VA Source. You know, Anna's always had that model. You've seen one VA, you've seen one VA. You know, so I can just speak to the VA Source. And I am so proud of the VA Source. But when I watch my father-in-law, who's a World War II veteran, go through the palliative care program, I could have not been more prouder of the VA source than, than I already am. You know, they were just phenomenal at the care that they gave him. I, I was very impressed. Amazing. Wow. Yes. How, Amazing. Many VA, how many VAs uh, participate in the tele, telehealth? Well, most VAs now do participate in the in the telehealth, it's but rural VA. It's basically for you know oh, okay. to outreach for those veterans that are in those rural areas, so they can get you know the professional doctors we have that's located, like I said, maybe in Portland or you know um, Northern California. So most VAs that are rural are using that telehealth outreach to reach those veterans. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we're going to take a break. If you could save money for your business, would you be interested? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. If you own a business and are interested in saving money on your merchant account services, call Josh, a family-run business, but that he does cover the total uh, USA. First Class Merchant Services, call him at 407 407- Four zero one zero seven seven two. That's four zero seven four zero one zero seven seven two. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. At Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Rhonda Haney, with the VA Southern Oregon. Rehabilitation Center and Clinics. And uh, Jim, you had a question just on break. Well, Rhonda, I know that uh, as I've been there through the uh, the years, I've watched uh, all kinds of facilities there in the, uh, you know, uh, picture frame shop and such like that and uh, the, the coffee shop. I know you have programs for veterans there for a work experience. What is the current program offering there? Well, the BA Source um, Vocational Rehabilitation Program, which is a CARF-accredited matrix of integrated employment services founded on the principle that is um, ultimate success in vocational rehabilitation of disabled veterans um, is the veterans' re-employment and working that is proven to be suitable to their abilities and their limitations. Um, determining which jobs are suitable for the veteran, then developing a plan to secure work is what vocational rehabilitation, you know, is all about. So at the VA source, veterans are employed as um, housekeepers, safety groundskeeper, maintenance. Um, they work out at the Eagle Point Cemetery, the coffee shop um, in our canteen, and the facility maintenance services. Um, we we put on about over 200 veterans to work in the last few years um, in the community and have established and maintained a relationship with several of our local employers. Veterans are in demand in the Valley as the job market becomes active. You know, we, we have about 20 local businesses um, that have been established in, in the community for a long time that, uh, that come out here and say, you know, I'm looking for veterans to hire. Um, 
I want to do, you know, I'm a veteran myself. I have a good company here, and I would like to hire veterans. And, you know, you were mentioning the frame shop. You know, we have a few nice frame shops in this area that I've gone to. They're very expensive. And I wasn't happy with the quality of work, you know. And, And so I decided that was when someone told me about the frame shop because I didn't know it was here. And that was about eight years ago. I have been uh, taking my stuff there to have it framed. The veterans do such a great job, and I'm actually satisfied, happy with the work that they do. They're, they, they're prideful. They take pride in the work they do. And so to get my frame shop, um, to go down to the frame shop and drop it off, just, you know, right here at work, stop at the coffee shop, you know, thank a hero, you know, for their service, get a good cup of coffee. You know, we're, we're really preparing our veterans here for going back out into community by, you know, giving to, by helping them, you know, start all over in positions like working at the cemetery with the ground maintenance, you know, um, food service, you know, in the canteen, you know, facility maintenance services, you know, some of them just, you know, enjoy working with their hands. So it's, it's, it's great to find the right job for the veteran and the right veterans for the job and taking into consideration some of their limitations that they might have. Rhonda, I agree. Uh, I remember the first time I met Dalton there in the frame shop, and I'm sitting right here in my museum, and I'm looking at every frame in this uh, office has been done right there at the frame shop. And the uh, veterans that uh, brought that service forward under the care before uh, Dalton retired, and uh, it was amazing. It's just uh, it's a great group and a tremendous effort. And then the coffee shop, and like you said, Rhonda, it's a facility that meets every need of every veteran. And, and that's what we try to do. Yeah. And, and just so you know, Dalton does volunteer here. He will be at the event this Thursday taking pictures for, uh, of our volunteers at the banquet. So we're, we're still holding on to him. And he also still volunteers with the veterans in the frame, in the frame shop. So he hasn't gotten rid of us yet. <laughs> well, you know, that speaks so well after all those years. It's just like, I'm sure as, uh, as Anna approaches the 40-year mark at 37 present, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Anna there the day after she retires, you know, after maybe sleeping in for an extra hour or two. But, and the same thing for <laughs> you, Rhonda. I'm sure hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She's, she's a wonder. You know, they got to get some T-shirts saying, I've been framed <laughs> oh, been, what a great I idea! Was, I, I may I have to, it. I may have to steal that one from you. <laughs> yeah, I copy, I'm gonna copy right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Dear, problem. Great. Now, how, is there a way you uh, also help? We only we're going to have only a handful of minutes left, but uh, I just want to ask you about uh, homelessness. Is, is that a big factor up in your area? It's a it's a very big factor in our homeless um, our homeless veterans. Um, we do have the homeless outreach program, you know, um, Obama put in effect, you know, no veteran shall be left behind. So we have, we've been receiving different types of funding to help veterans, you know, establish housing and, and not just the veteran, but we, there's a big population of homeless families, 
you know, and and that's something that we are really trying to reach out and not just help the veteran, but help the veteran and his family. You know, um, we've been getting some great funding, so if there's any veterans in the Southern Oregon area that is dealing with homeless that you know of, please send them to our website. Um, like I said, we've just received some funding um, established specifically for homeless veterans. And, and, and being in a rural area, it's very hard to, to reach out to those veterans because, you know, it's, it's not so much as a homeless area like you may have in the big city, you know, at, you know, the soup kitchen or something like that where you can, you know, find veterans, large, you know, um, groups of veterans at one time. So we really spend the time in reaching out to families and, you know, letting them know, you know, have him reach out to us or where are they staying and, they, you know, we can go out and speak to them. So we're really pushing that initiative um, to reach out to the veterans and not leave one veteran behind in the homeless um, situation. Right. And a big concern also was the, the female vet uh, with kids. Um, that's, that was a concern as far as housing goes. Uh, I heard anyway on this side of the world. Uh, so yeah. that's something that does have to be handled separately. And do you offer that also? Um, homeless for the, women veterans? The, women veterans with children. Oh, most definitely. Like okay. I said, you know, we... Um, do help women veterans that are homeless, you know, some people don't realize, you know, that that kid that's missing school quite a bit, you know, um, um, not paying attention um, because they probably didn't have, you know, that breakfast in the morning. So, yes, we are definitely reaching out to homeless women, um, their, their children, Definitely. So if you know anyone, please um, reach out to them. You know, the people, you know, that your child may be sitting next to in class, you may not know that they're sleeping in their car, you know. Um, So we are doing quite a bit of reach out for our women veterans. Like I said before, you know, um, a lot of women veterans, some of them just don't realize or accept the fact that they are a veteran. And they are just as much of a veteran as any male. You know, when I started working at the VA, you know, I I didn't consider myself as a veteran. I considered myself as just someone that did time in the military because I didn't serve in a war. You know, but that is not true, of course, as we know. So you do not have to have served in a war. You are a veteran if you served your country, um, honorable discharge, you know, reach out to your local VA uh, if you are homeless, and I'm sure that we can help you. That's right. We, well, we only have a couple minutes left. Rhonda, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Well, as I mentioned before, you know, we need specialty care staff. Um, we currently have a staffing shortage here in our area. We've hired psychologists, you know, medical support assistants, social workers, um, but more are needed to include psychiatrists, psychiatric social workers. Uh, we have such a large residential um, population. Um, so if you know anyone in, this, in these specialty fields, once again, please give us a call. Contact our Human Resource Department at 541-826-2111, extension 3207. All right. Well, thank you, Rhonda. Jim, 
Rhonda, thanks for sit, uh, sitting in for Anna. Anna, get well. You're missed. And uh, uh, again, Rhonda, tremendous job. Thanks to the doctors, nurses, and all the providers in the VA uh, facilities. Thank you. And our volunteers. Right. And right. volunteers. There you go. <laughs> if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on AmericanHeroesNetworkRadio.com. And yes, you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember... The American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a Variety Channel, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breed red, white, and blue. We're America, you're Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 